Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. I'm very happy and excited to have you here with us today. Today, it's going to be a solo episode where we're going to be talking about five mistakes you are making with your skincare at the moment from a biohacker, from the, the biohacking skincare company and, and, and how you can do things differently. We are going to basically look at those, those five mistakes and how to fix them. You're going to learn the do's and don'ts of, of those five aspects. And before we begin, I just would like to remind you that it would mean the world to us here at, at the Biohacking Beauty Podcast and at Young Goose if you took two seconds out of your day and subscribed to the podcast, whether it is the video version on, on YouTube or audio version on whatever podcast platform you, you like to listen to us on. The reason is, is first of all, obviously, it's going to make sure that you are not going to miss any episode. You're going to get a reminder. The second is that it helps the algorithm. It means more people will hear about us and that the message that we are trying to provide is going to to reach more people. So if you're enjoying the message, other people for sure will enjoy it too. So subscribe, it's gonna help you, it's gonna help us, it's gonna help everyone. Before we start, last but not least obviously, is uh, a reminder that this podcast is brought to you by Young Goose, the biohacking skincare company. And uh, what we are trying to do here at Young Goose is we are lowering the functional age of the skin, how the skin behaves. And that allows the skin to renew itself much better and to preserve its youth. So we take the most, the, ble the bleeding edge of longevity science, of anti-aging science, and we apply it into our cosmetic formulas. We invest 90% of our time and our resources in research and development. And we guarantee the more that you invest in us, the more we invest in products. So yeah. Give us a shot. We guarantee you'll love it. And uh, that's it. Let's get into those five points that we were talking about. Five skin care mistakes you are making. Maybe. Let's see. The first is, uh, let's talk about hyaluronic acid or HA. Uh, obviously, we have the adaptogenic HA firming boost. So this mistake can happen if you're using that or any other type of hyaluronic acid product. And the mistake is putting it or applying it on dry skin. So hyaluronic acid is tricky. This is our, our skins and a lot of our other parts of our, our, a lot of organs are the facilitator of moisture retention. So that's how our skin retains moisture it can hold, hyaluronic acid can hold a thousand times its weight in moisture. And it's a magical molecule. The problem is, is if you apply, it, you apply it on dry skin, it would actually draw skin uh, or it would draw moisture from your skin, from inner, the inner parts of your skin to the surface, which means that it actually will dry your skin even though your skin will feel more hydrated. So make sure you apply it on damp skin, Okay. The way that we like to recommend doing it with Young Goose products is spraying the Bio-C peptide spray. And when the skin is still damp, apply the HA firming boost. When you do something like that, again, when you do that combo of damp skin and hyaluronic acid, 
make sure you let the uh, serum absorb because if you're going to start applying more and more products after that, your makeup might cake when you do apply the makeup. So make sure it absorbs before you go to the next product. And that is the first point. Second point is using retinols without rehydration. So retinols are a magical substance. Vitamin A obviously started as an acne treatment, now used to stimulate cellular renewal, cellular turnover. But part of the characteristics of retinol is that it damages our skin protective layer, which actually dries out our skin. It, it limits the ability of the skin to retain moisture and increases transepidermal, which means beyond the skin, water loss, okay? Or th- water loss through the skin, transepidermal water loss, which happens all the time, but mainly at night when people normally use retinols. So very important to kind of seal moisture in after using retinol. What we try to do with Young Goose again is create the bio-retinol, which is retinol matched with biomimetic lipids, which are identical to your skin barrier. So you apply the retinol and immediately you get your skin barrier back but even better than your normal skincare, like a skin barrier, like a, an optimal skin barrier. But again, if you want to use other products, apply the retinol and apply a moisturizer afterwards. If you are sensitive to retinols, by the way, what you can do is apply a moisturizer, apply a retinol, and then apply a moisturizer again. This is called the sandwich method and allows you to enjoy the benefits of retinol without getting overly sensitive or anything like that. Before we continue, something important. The reason we really recommend using retinols, it's not only for the skin renewal aspects that are, that are commonly associated with retinol. It's also because it's becoming more and more clear that retinol is also a longevity-inducing ingredient as far as the skin is concerned. Not only because it thickens the skin and not thinning it out like most people think, not only because it helps with cellular renewal and how our skin looks like, also it activates longevity pathways through interacting with a pathway called mTOR that we deep dive, do a deep dive about it on our senolytic episode. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. But yeah, very important. Probably the most important point here is the point of rehydration or renewal of our skin barrier when it's considered, when you consider using retinol. So bear that in mind. Number three, not checking in with your skin when using serums or serum cycling. A lot of times I I hear uh, people say, you know, I like your product. It works with my skin. And the problem is, is that it's it's true. We try and do that. But the problem is, is that the skin that you have today, as far as hormones, as far uh, etc., is not not necessarily the skin that you have tomorrow. It can happen because you have your menstrual cycle expresses hormones, differently or your body expresses hormones differently during different uh, phases of your menstrual cycle. It can also be because exposure to elements and to environmental stressors change the makeup of, of hormones. And in general, our skin is a dynamic organ, okay? And that is why you should have a few serums that you can choose from in your cabinet if you can afford it. If not, use an overall anti-aging serum. Again, we did mention the bioretinol, that could be good, or the HA-firming boost, that can be good. But if you if you could 
have a few serums, that would be imperative. Why is that? Maybe because one day our skin is feeling drier and we will use a serum that helps with hydration. Another day, we can have a little bit of acne, a little bit of inflammation. We can opt, for example, for the green tea phyto serum, which is anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, etc. Another day, we feel our skin is maybe on the, on the oilier side. Maybe we, can, we didn't have good sleep. Maybe we ate badly and we want to boost some anti-aging properties. We're going to go for ProCare. But in general, and obviously bioretinol, if we are not, um, if our skin is not super used to retinols, we need to cycle it. We don't want to use it every night. We want to use it every other night and kind of build the resilience up to use it every night if we could. So that is why we want to cycle through serums. If we really want our skin to perform optimally, that is our way to really interact with our skin. Use the ser- that serum for that day or night and really try to, to get a read on what your skin needs today and have a choice. That was point number three. Point number four, you've heard me talk about this before, chemical SPF. In general, let's talk about SPF. Not applying SPF is not a good idea. The reason is, is 80% of aging, of skin aging, is not because how we treat our body, on average, obviously. It's because of extrinsic aging. So there is intrinsic aging, again, chronological aging, our systems kind of aging and, and how they affect the skin. But extrinsic aging, the, ex- the exposure to the elements, exposure to pollution, exposure to UV radiation, the sun, etc., drive 80% of the appearance of aging in the skin. And if you live in a city, that is even more so. So bear that in mind, okay? Now, if we don't use SPF at all, not only that we are harming our skin through direct, direct exposure to UV radiation, but we are actually also taxing the skin in a way that it would have a harder time renewing itself at night, okay? So first of all, SPF is important. The problem is, is that most people, even if they think they use mineral SPF, if they flip the bottle, they won't see zinc oxide, which by now kind of proven itself to be the best uh, sunblock as far as mineral sunblock. They're going to see other ingredients there. can be titanium dioxide, which is not as good. We, we, can, we can maybe expand on it later, but it's not as good of an ingredient. It can be nano zinc oxide, not as good, but it can be also chemical SPF, chemical sunblocks. Chemical sunblocks, instead of reflecting light like mineral sunblocks would do, they absorb light and convert it into thermal energy. The problem with that is that the other ingredients in that formula are going to get, basically are going to get changed. And these chemicals can be harmful. That's number one. The second thing is that it creates a type of a polymer, a layer on the top of the skin, which will not let the skin breathe and detoxify properly. When we expose ourselves to the sun, it is a cue, it's a detoxifier. It's a cue for our skin to release toxins obviously through sweat and, and uh, through evaporation. The problem is, is that that chemical sunblock will block those toxins from exiting the body, and that would concentrate them on the topper or on the more upper layers of the skin and can create a lot of damage doing that. So that is why I do not recommend chemical sunblocks and make sure that it is 100% mineral sunblock. Mentioning that, you will notice that our BioShield SPF 40 has a few other ingredients. You can improve, sunblock is not only about SPF. Antioxidants, peptides, some botanicals can actually improve 
the eff eff efficacy of sun of the SPF aspect of the sunblock and help with other things. I did mention pollution before. There's also things like EMF or artificial light or blue light within artificial light, HEV, it's called high energy visible light. All of those damage our skin as well. If you live in a polluted city, they will damage you more than actual sun rays. And that is why when we developed our sunblock, which took us four years, uh, the BioShield, it made sure that it also addresses all of those issues, whether it is EMF, blue light, pollution, etc. That's about sunblock. Number five, skipping cleanser, cleansing our skin, whether in the morning or in the evening. So some people skip uh, washing their face with a cleanser in the morning because they're saying, oh, I washed it at night, I applied products. The problem is, is that we want to apply products in the morning as well, right? We want to prep our skin for the day, whether it is with antioxidants, sunblock, hydration, some actives, NAD in our care product, obviously, etc. These products will not absorb as well if you don't wash your face before. Okay, that's number one. Number two, you are accumulating uh, debris, whether it is microplastics from, from you washing your laundry with a Tide or whatever. Maybe it's uh, what's on your pillow, dust, etc. Clean your face. It's going to help your skin. Make sure you use a good cleanser, one without uh, sulfates, etc. Uh, sodium lauryl sulfates, etc. That's as far as the morning. In the evening, same thing. Our skin renews itself at night. It breathes at night more, okay? Our skin does not sleep. It's an organ that does not sleep. It works actually harder at night when we're at rest. So let's make sure that we allow it to do its job well. Again, cleaning the skin, washing it, applying good products, etc. So these were five skincare mistakes you're making. I hope you are not making any of them. But in case you are, please uh, change it and we will do a pop quiz next time. I'm kidding. That was us for today. So I thank you very much. Again, uh, my name is Amitai. I co-founded and I'm the CEO of this small company that is trying to change the world through improving people's skin, improving their self-esteem improving the way that their skin holds on to negative emotions, to negative states, to trauma, and biohacking the skin. This company is called Young Goose. This uh, podcast is brought to you by Young Goose. And until next time, I appreciate you guys listening to us very much. And have a beautiful rest of your day. Goodbye.